Hi, everybody. My name is Hafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. This is a quick message for all TAC-oriented translators and interpreters out there. Let me tell you a bit about AppSumo. It's pretty much a hub for different apps and online programs that can help you streamline your work and become more productive and efficient. They have solutions in different categories. Client management, marketing, productivity, sales, SEO, social media, and web development. In case you need help putting together a professional website that will make you stand out. They have different deals going on, so you can pay just a fraction of what these apps and programs go for in the real marketplace. Make sure you subscribe to their newsletter so you can stay on top of the new deals and tools that are constantly added up to their list. Well, if you'd like to check out AppSumo yourself, go to this webpage, bit.ly tc-app-sumo. It's easy to remember. TC for Translation Confessional, then AppSumo. Once again, the webpage is bit.ly ly slash tc dash app dash sumo. Hope you like it. What's in a name? I have talked about my name a few times here at Translation Confessional. I'm from Brazil, and we pronounce initial R's as a hard H, so my official name is Rafaela. I got married when I was in college, in my senior year, and I had to change all my documents to sign my married name, that is, after I made a decision to drop two of my three last names, to keep only one of them, and add my husband's last name. So, during my first three years in journalism school, I signed all my news articles using my full name, which was pretty long. First name plus three last names. Once I went through that name change process, I decided to simplify things and went by Rafaela Lombardino. Back then, I was still making a name for myself as a translator. I had been translating on and off for two years while teaching English as a second language and going to college at night. Besides, I'm talking about the turn of the last century, of the millennium nevertheless, when the internet wasn't as mainstream as it is today, and we didn't have social media and personal branding, you know? After I moved to California, I started to go by Hafa to simplify it, especially when spelling it out. But it does create some confusion sometimes when someone calls me and assumes I'm a man, Rafael. Ever so often, someone is baffled by a woman's voice on the other end of the line and insists on talking to Mr. Lombardino. If they're calling about translation, I'm pretty sure they want to talk to me, not my husband. But why am I saying all this? Well, the thing is that your name is important when you're a freelancer, a small business owner, when you're trying to make a name for yourself and your business. So, luckily, Hafa Lombardino is the name that stuck, and I've been consistently using it for the past 
two decades as a professional translator. So that's part of my brand. That's how people know who I am. And that's how I'm recognized in our translation circles. I was thinking about it the other day when a fellow Brazilian translator reached out to me on LinkedIn a few weeks ago looking for some advice. His name is Pedro, and he already has a somewhat established career in another field, but he wanted to dedicate more time to translation in the near future. So his question to me was, should I use the same name I use elsewhere, or should I use a different name for my translation-related work? I wish I wouldn't have given him the classic translator reply. It depends on the context. Well, I asked him if his work in the other field would be highly beneficial to his reputation as a translator, or whether he wished to keep things separate, having two personas, so to speak. I mean, if you're a doctor, for example, and want to become a medical translator, keeping the same name all over the place would be beneficial to you, right? But if you're working in a completely unrelated field and your past experiences will not really cross paths with your translation career, you may want to go by a different name. It could be a shorter version of your name instead of your real first name, like Rafa instead of Rafaela. Or, in Pedro's case, it could be his last name instead of a nickname that he has been associated with. Or, if you have more than one last name, you can choose one or the other. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Still using your inbox to manage your translation jobs? Still doing all of your accounting from Excel? manually creating your financial reports? Using who knows how many different tools to run your translation business? LSP Expert is a client management, project management, and accounting tool for translators. You can create and send quotes, manage your rates and services for each client, manage projects, and send invoices all from one place. It automatically creates financial reports for you, so you always know the health of your business. Ready to stop wasting time on admin and start spending more time translating? Try LSP Expert for free for 30 days. Just type lsp.expert into your preferred browser and use the code HAFA for 15% off a new yearly subscription. Once again, the code is R-A-F-A. Take control of your translation business admin today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Speaking of names, personas, and professional reputation, 
I thought this would be pretty commonplace nowadays when we live a lot of our lives online, but I guess it bears repeating. As translators, you should have a more professional name. And that includes not only the name you go by on your professional profiles, resume, cover letters, and any sort of communication with clients and peers. I'm talking about your contact info as well. If you've been using the same email address forever, and back when you created it, you decided to go with something cute, funny, or sassy, please do not use it for professional purposes, okay? Besides, it's best if you keep your personal and business inboxes separate anyway. You can certainly use a Gmail address, but Hotmail and AOL email addresses, or UOL in Brazil, don't really look very professional. At least Gmail has a host of associated services in a large storage capacity, which can kind of help you get on your feet as a small business owner. However, it's best if you buy a domain name, which is very affordable nowadays, and create your own brand name. It could be your name, or it could be a business name, in case you're thinking about establishing your own company and creating a brand for yourself. We have one week dedicated to this kind of discussion in our Tools and Technology in Translation class at UC San Diego Extension. I have students work on a business plan so they can brainstorm not only their career goals, but what name they would like to go by. For the past 11 years, I've seen some pretty good real names that would potentially create a nice business image for these students as translators. There were many cases when someone's last name could really stand out in the translation field, especially Hispanic names that are well-known words even for English speakers and can make a translator be top of mind among clients. Well, the same is true for any language, but most of my students work with English and Spanish, maybe a C language as well, so I've seen some pretty creative peers who associated their last name with a nice image and created a great brand for themselves. On the other hand, I mean, I receive unsolicited resumes from translators all the time. And some of those email addresses that show up in my inbox are not really ideal. Some are way too long and have a bunch of numbers, especially because the name and last name was already taken. That always makes me suspicious because that's how scammers create fake email addresses and steal resumes, you know? By the way, check out Season 1, Episode 46, Scammy Scamming Scammers, for more information on that, as well as the Scam Alert special that I added to my YouTube channel. I'll leave some links in the episode's description. But another trend I've seen is when people use completely unrelated and not professional names as part of their email address. And it really makes me cringe. Something like hot mama, surfer dude, or a couple's email address when the names of both spouses are combined. These are examples of addresses that should be destined for personal use only, okay? So, my question to you now is, have you made a good name for yourself as a translator or interpreter? 
Have you been consistent as far as having one online fingerprint associated with your brand name? I mean, if I Google your name right now, would I find your professional profiles, your website, articles you've written, presentations you've done, etc.? Or do you have some of the material under one name and other links associated with a completely different name? And if you're just starting out, feel free to drop me a line. I'll leave a link to my consulting page where I've been helping some translators develop their brand name, especially if they're fresh out of college or have been working in-house for years and are now ready to take the next step as entrepreneurs and venturing out in the freelancing world. So, what's in your name? Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my anchor page is anchor.fm slash translation dash confessional. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app.